Welcome to the Dear Sister Podcast, a weekly, raw, and transparent conversation discussing topics centered around issues that most women face, but that we rarely discuss out of fear that we are the only ones experiencing them. So get ready to laugh, cry, but most importantly, be ready to heal. I'm your host, Jessica Janae. Welcome back to another episode of the Dear Sister Podcast. Happy Monday. Um, I hope that your week is off to an amazing week. Um, Let's jump right into this week's episode. So last week I released the first part of the Single Lady series. I had such an awesome amount of feedback. So shout out to everyone that has been DMing me, texting me, reposting. Um, Shout out to people who have been leaving more reviews and ratings. Um, I'm excited about this series because I truly believe that there are single ladies out here who just need a reminder. Um, And if I can use my testimonies, if I can use my mistakes to help you in your season of singleness, because I am definitely still in mine, but I feel like I have grown so much from the first time or the first part of me being in singleness two years ago versus now when I'm like, I've been single for two years going on three years. I have grown up a lot. So if I can help you in your early stages of being single, maybe you just got a relationship or maybe you finally decided that, you know, I'm going to focus on me, then I'm going to do that. So last week, I told you to stop being thirsty. This week, we're going to be talking about Hurt Girl Summer, Healing Girl Fall. Um, So first of all, let me tell you my two lessons of the week. The first lesson is just a reminder from last week. um, How are you doing versus how are you feeling? I had to stop a lot last week to ask myself just how are you feeling versus how are you doing sometimes we allow our feelings to kind of dictate how we move and how we operate and I had to stop and start focusing on how I'm doing because I'm doing way better than I'm actually feeling you know whether it's on your job whether it's in you know life just whatever you may be going through a lot of times you're doing a whole lot better than how you're actually feeling and the enemy will try to confuse you by your feelings so this week I challenge you to focus more on how you're actually doing versus how you're feeling yes it's okay to acknowledge how you're feeling but don't get stuck there because I promise you that if you stop and reflect you're probably doing way better than you think and you're giving yourself credit for um but you're focusing so much on how you're feeling so yeah doing versus feeling and then the second thing I prayed last week that God would shift not only my perspective but everyone who's connected to me whether my family my friends and those of you who listen to this podcast to shift our perspective so many of us are frustrated or we're losing hope because we are looking at things from a natural standpoint we're using our natural vision to see things but this week I pray that God will shift your perspective so that you see those things that irritate you those obstacles those frustrations those things that you deem as negative I pray that you will see those those things through the lenses of God I pray that your spiritual lenses will increase um and that your perspective changes because a lot of times we miss the blessing in things because it does not look like what we want it to look like a lot of times we we miss out the blessings on the things that are the people that get on our nerves because we are viewing those people and those 
situations through our natural lenses. We're basing those things based on uh, what we see or what we what we may not see. So this week, I pray that God will shift your perspective so you go from looking at things not only from your natural lenses, but through your spiritual lenses. So those are my two lessons of the week and my two challenges for the week for you. Now, let's jump into what I really want to talk about um, briefly. Hurt Girl Summer. So, you all know, City Girls and Meg Thee Stallion, they coined the phrase Hot Girl Summer. Really, I want to say it was Meg Thee Stallion, who I love. Um, I'm, I just love that she's herself and she's smart. Like, I love a girl who's herself pretty and she's smart, okay? But anyway, so this summer, we all heard Hot Girl Summer. And, you know, personally, I wanted to be a part of the Hot Girl Summer, but... I just knew, I just learned that I was not made for that lifestyle. Like, back in the day when I was in college, if you would have caught me in my early 20s, I would have been a hot girl all day. But where I'm at in life now, like, I'm, I'm not as thuggish as I used to be. So I can't really do hot girl summer things. Um, and I think a lot of people got it confused. I feel like hot girl summer is just about being who you are, embracing who you are, the real you, the authentic you, and living your best life, not stressing over no man and not stressing over anybody, but just enjoying yourself and being the best you possible. However... There were some girls who were using Hot Girl Summer to just wild out. You get what I'm saying? And I had conversations with, like, my cousin Shawana, and we, and she even discussed this on her um, Talk Tuesdays on Facebook Live that a lot of these hot girls were really just hurt, hurt girls wrapped in hot girl rapping. You get what I'm saying? A lot of girls were claiming to be hot girls when in reality, they were hurt girls. And it was very evident at the ones who were hot girls, like I'm loving myself, I'm living my best life, compared to the ones who are really hurt. Like I'm trying to act and look like I'm living my best life, but deep down I'm really hurt and I want attention and I want somebody to notice me. So that's what we're going to talk about today. How some of us are really hurt girls. But how do we go from being hurt girls to healing girls or healed girls? So I'm going to be reading chapter, I'm sorry, John chapter 5, verses 1 through 9. And we've all heard this story. It says, afterwards, Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish Jewish holy days. Inside the city, near the sheep gate, was the pool of Bethesda with five covered porches. Crowds of sick people, blind, lame, or paralyzed, lay on the porches. One of the men lying there had been sick for 38 years. When Jesus saw him and knew he had been ill for a long time, he asked him, Would you like to get well? I can't, sir, the sick man said, for for I have no one to put me into the pool when the water bubbles up. Someone else always gets there ahead of me. Jesus told him, Stand up. Pick up your mat and walk. Instantly, the man was healed. He rolled up his sleeping mat and began walking. But this miracle happened on the Sabbath. So I love this story um, in the Bible because I once was this man. I feel like I was once in this situation where I wanted to be made well, but I kept making excuses for myself. Anytime somebody asked me, like, why are you single? I would always go back and blame my 
first ex-boyfriend, which was from college, and talked about how he hurt my heart and how no man was ever going to hurt me again, blah, 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 blah. But then God really had to ask me, Jessica, do you want to be healed? Are you tired of making excuses? Are you tired of being bitter? And I was like, God, yes, like I'm tired of this. Like I'm tired of being hurt. I'm tired of blaming other people for the hurt that I'm feeling. And I'm tired of taking it out on other people. Now, mind you, I have, I made this episode like my very first episode, like, when this podcast first started and I talked about how when I went through my first heartbreak how I did not handle it in the best way around that time Twitter had just started popping off so I was always tweeting my feelings on Facebook I was always writing on Facebook what I was feeling whether it was positive negative shady petty all that you get what I'm saying like I was always down talking my ex-boyfriend because at that point in my life that's how I knew how to handle it and so I always tell females like if I can tell you what I went through and how I handle it the incorrect way and now that I'm grown for real and know how to handle it properly if I can help a woman handle her breakup um in a more healthier way then that's what I'm gonna do because social media will have you thinking that all you gotta do is get into another relationship and you're gonna be healed but since you have to be whole you have to be whole so let me go back to verse three it says crowds of sick people blind lame are paralyzed laid on these porches right so you had this man that was sitting on his bed his mattress and he wanted to get healed but his excuse was every time he went to go instead of somebody pushing him into the water they will go around him right but it also told us the type of people that was in this crowd they were blind lame or paralyzed so my first question for you sis is what type of hurt are you feeling right because if you don't identify your hurt you're going to continue to be this hurt girl thinking she's a hot girl when she's really hurt so first are you blind do you lack the perception or awareness or discernment has social media made you think that, um, I guess, relationship goals are um, maybe you have this fantasy of what the perfect man should be like? Are you blind to the reality that what you may want, right, may not come in the package that you wanted? Are you hurting because you are waiting for Mr. Perfect to come into your life and to save you and to meet the needs that only God can meet, right? The second one was lame. Are you lame? Lame meaning unable to walk normally because of an injury or illness affecting the leg or foot. What has happened to you in your life that is causing you to not move forward, right? What is causing you to stay stuck in the hurt? You and your ex-boyfriend broke up 10 years ago, but you're still hurt. You're still checking his page. You're still telling your friends to follow the girls that you think he may be talking to. What has happened in your life that is causing you not to walk forward? And if it is, if you are walking forward, it's affecting how you walk. So you're entertaining the same type of guy, right? You have your guard all the way up. And you think that all men are the same. What has caused you not to move forward? And then the third thing, paralyzed, unable to think or act normally, especially through panic or fear. Sis, are you scared of being by yourself so it causes you to settle? 
Are you afraid that if you don't show all your skin or if you don't show your booty or if you don't post all these relationship goals memes that no man will want to pursue you? Like, what is it? What is causing you to really be hurt? Are you blind? So do you have a lack of perception of awareness or discernment? So you keep attracting the same type of guy. Right? What about you attracts the the guys that you deem as no good? What about you attracts the guys that are emotionally unstable? What about you causes you to attract the guys who talk down to you or who don't respect you? Right? Are you lame? What has happened in your life that has affected how you carry yourself? Are you lame? Does it? How, what has happened in your life that affects the type of men that you you entertain? Or maybe you have your wall so high up that nobody can get close to you. Or are you paralyzed? What has scared you into being with the wrong person? What has scared you into thinking that this person is as good as it gets? So if you let go of this person, that guy's not going to bring you somebody else. Which hurt are you? Because this episode is not for everybody, but there is somebody out there who is hurt. They just don't know what type of hurt they are. It's one thing to know, like, my my sinuses are acting up, like I'm sneezing, right? But if you don't know if it's really your sinuses, you got a cold, or maybe you got the flu, like, that's a different thing. Because then you don't know how to cure it. In order to heal your hurt, you have to pinpoint what it is that is hurting you. Number two, some people are comfortable with being broken. This man had been lying at the bed, the, I mean, at the pool of Bethesda for 38 years. And what was his excuse? Because Jesus asked him, would you like to get well? And he was like, yes. And he would say, I can't, sir. The sick man said, for I have no one to put me into the pool when the water bubbles up. Someone else always gets there ahead of me. Some people are comfortable with sitting on that mat, that mat of problems, that mat of issues, that mat of hurt. Some people are comfortable with that. And that leads me into number three. Be careful who you are around during your healing process. I remember when I went through my first breakup in college, how I was surrounded by this one girl who was always telling me what my ex was posting, always telling me if she saw him on campus with another girl. Like she fed me everything that I did not want to know. Well, let me not say did not want to know. She fed me everything I didn't need to know, right? Because everything she told me made me want to go harder with my pettiness. Made me want to go harder with um, just being seen by him. So be very careful who you surround yourself with during this healing process. Because these people at this pool, they didn't care that he was sitting down on his mat. As long as they got theirs, that was all they were concerned with. Number four, decide that you are going to stand up and walk. Sis, you have to get to a point where you realize that you deserve the best, that you deserve more than what you are allowing yourself to receive at this point in your life. And so you have to decide that, yes, I want to be healed. But you just can't say that with your mouth. You have to put the work in. Work in, excuse me. You have to put the work in. Healing is a process and it looks so different from everybody. And let me tell you this from what I know. Having sex with multiple people is not going to heal that broken heart, baby girl. Posting memes and being petty on social media, thinking that you're going to get his attention when he could care less because he probably don't even follow you no more, is not going to heal that heart, baby girl. Telling your friends all the negative things about him is not going to heal your heart. 
Acting as if it doesn't exist and that you're not heartbroken is not going to heal you. You have to decide that you are going to do the work. Healing is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. Uh, Like I said last week, do not let this social media stuff fool you. You will see girls who be in relationships for five or six years. And then two months later, they're posting about their next boyfriend. Like these memes like... I can't wait to walk home, to go home to somebody and fix them a bubble bath. Girl, heal your heart. You so focused on your next man, but you haven't focused on your heart. And I don't know if you notice or not, but people who have discernment, people who like, who have been hurt, I guess that's why. Let me say like this. When I go on Instagram, I am able to pinpoint hurt females who are trying to get off this persona that they are just a hot girl living their best life why because i was once that girl so it's very easy for me to identify a female who one got a thousand likes on they they instagram picture but i can see that they have low self-esteem it's easy for me to see that girl who is twerking on her instagram story but she is really heartbroken hoping that somebody will go back and tell her ex that she was twerking on instagram like it's easy for me to pinpoint those things why because i've been there i have been there and i'm telling you now you have got to do the work nobody is going to be able to heal your heart the way that god can no man is able to put your heart back together again you have to do the work and the next question is just well how do i do the work you know what i'm saying like i've deleted his number i've unfollowed him on instagram like how do i do the work sis that doesn't matter because i had unfollowed my ex-boyfriend from college but i would still go look look on his page I will still do all of that. So how do I do the work? You're asking. The first thing is you have to be patient with yourself. Again, healing does not happen overnight. Healing does not happen overnight. Ignoring the fact that it happened is not going to help your healing process. You have to be patient with yourself. If one day you want to cry and then the next day you're happy and you go a whole week without crying, pat yourself on the back. If you go a few hours without crying, pat yourself on the back. But be patient with yourself. We are so patient with other people, but we try to rush ourselves and we try to rush our process. I'm telling you, sis, you have to be patient with yourself. Number two, shed light on the dark areas. I truly believe that when you do not shed light on darkness, the enemy will use those dark places against you or he will try to use those dark places against you right but what you have to do is shed light on them god this is the area of my life that i really need help on because i don't know what i'm going to do without you god i am struggling in this area god i feel this way about this situation like shed light on it because when you shed light on that that darkness has to flee and you're giving god an opportunity to do the work for you that you can't do so shed light on the dark areas and next journal when i went through my second breakup because i've only been in two serious relationships but when i went through my second breakup i was able to handle it way better compared to my first relationship and so what helped me was i journaled i didn't go to my friends i didn't go i went to one or two friends who i knew had my best interests at heart and 
I would tell them like, you know, surface level things or whatever. But what really helped me was journaling my emotions out because my emotions were like a roller coaster. One minute I was fine, the next minute I was crying, the next minute I was happy, the next minute I was mad. You get what I'm saying? So what helped me was journaling, praying, and not like doing no no, I don't know, cute prayer, but literally getting before God and crying my eyes out and telling him like, God, like, I remember telling God, like, God, I'm mad at you because I did not ask for this man. This was my second relationship. I did not ask for this man. God, I wasn't even looking for him, God. Like, I even left him alone and he came back into my life. And I told God, I said, God, I feel like you waved a piece of candy in front of your child. And as soon as I was about to grab it, you snatched it away. Those are the type of prayers and conversations that I had with God when I went through my second breakup. Being real and telling God, like, God, I need you to hold my hand. I need you to love on my heart because right now I feel a hot mess. Right now my emotions are all over the place. And so just being real with God because he already knows, but he wants you to trust him enough to be honest and open with him. The next thing that helped me was fasting. Fasting. Um, And I'm not talking about just fasting from social media, which is good, but fasting from food, (laughs) fasting from food and replacing that time of eating with that time of prayer and just being in tune with God. And so, yes, with me fasting from food, I did give up social media that time just to kind of focus, um, just to focus. Right. And the next thing I want you to know is there's it's okay to be to go to a therapist. Like, I'm not telling you just to journal, pray, and fast, but I'm telling you that if you get to a point where you feel like you need a therapist, then that's what you need to do. And, oh, let me get on this about fasting. Y'all, when you fast, you do not have to tell other people that you're fasting. Like, that is a pet peeve of mine because it's in the Bible. Like, when you fast, you're still supposed to look like your normal self. It's not meant for other people to know that you're fasting. Why? Because then it looks like you're putting on a show for other people. Fasting is between you and God. Unless you're doing like a corporate fast with a church or a group of people, that's one thing. But when you buy a fast from social media, you don't have to announce that you're fasting. Just delete the app. Right. If you're going to be fasting from food, you don't got to tell people just delete the app. I mean, not delete the app. Jesus, just say you didn't bring lunch that day for work and you're just going to drink water. Like fasting is supposed to be done between you and God. And also when you're fasting, make sure that you're doing it with the right heart. I remember um, one time last year I was fasting and I was finding myself complaining, like just grumpy and complaining. I was like, you know what, God? Let me let me do this over because I'm not my heart is not it's not in the right posture um, for this fast to be effective. So, yeah, just when you fast, that was a sidebar. But when you fast, just disappear like you don't got to tell nobody um, that you're fasting. OK, but yeah, I didn't have a long message today. Um, but I do want to let you know that in order to heal your heart, single ladies, you have to, and let me not even say that because there are some ladies that are in relationships that are still hurting, but they're using the person that they're with to try to cover up their heartbreak. And I have hurt some people personally, um, because I, 
I won't say they were rebounds, but it was like, let me try to put all my energy and attention on you to take away from the fact that my heart is broken. And then once I realized that I really didn't like them like that, so I disappeared on them. You know what I'm saying? So I've, I've hurt people from a hurt place. Um, so there are some things that we all have to work on. But you have to want to be made whole. You want to have to be made healed. Or you want to have, you want to be healed. Like you have to want that. Healing doesn't just fall out of the sky. Um, so yeah, I'm super excited to continue this series. Um, pick up your man walk, sis. Stop blaming what happens to you. And I'm not talking about like childhood trauma at all but don't let somebody who hurts you who has moved on with their life keep you from living your best life in God because you won't forgive or because you don't want to put in the work to healing healing is a process healing is a process first step is ask yourself God show me where I'm hurt at Show me what type of hurt I am. Number two, ask God to help you to not be comfortable with your hurting or your brokenness. Don't be okay with your brokenness. Number three, be careful who you surround yourself with during your healing process. Y'all, because I'm telling you, there are some people who don't want to see you healed or whole. I promise you. It be the ones that be smiling in your face that really don't want to see you healed, whole, and happy and full of joy and peace or with a sound mind. Next, decide that you are going to stand up and walk. You have to make the decision that today I am going to be healed. I don't care how much I got to fight the enemy. I don't care what I have to do, but I am going to get my healing. Like you have to be like that lady who had to touch the hem of Jesus's garment. Like I'm going to get my, my healing. I am going to be made whole and I'm not going to depend on another person to do it for me, but I'm going to do the work and whatever God instructs me to do. So that I can receive my healing. Um, And remember, you must do the work. Remember to be patient with yourself. You are patient with everybody else, sis. Be patient with yourself. Shed light on the dark areas. When you shed light on the dark areas, the enemy can't hold that against you. Why? Because it's already in the light. You get what I'm saying? And next, don't forget to journal. It don't have to be pretty. Just journal whatever you're feeling. I'm so angry right now or I'm so confused. It's okay. Let me say that. It's okay to be confused about how you feel. It is okay to be confused about how you feel because a heartbreak will do that for you. Listen, I'm telling you, there will be days where I'm just like, okay, am I happy or am I sad? Because I'm I'm laughing, but I also feel like crying at the same time. So write that. Don't forget to pray. And don't say no cute prayers. Like, really be transparent with God. One thing I'm so blessed and so grateful for is that I, can, I tend to put on this super warm woman, you know, mad sometimes with other people at work with my family with my friends but I am so happy that whenever I go before God I can be completely vulnerable I can be completely naked you know figuratively like I can be my true authentic self and if that means that I am hurt to the core I can tell my God that Right, because he cares, he cares about every small thing that's well, whatever seems small to me, it's big to him. 
And don't forget to fast. And when you fast, you don't got to promote it. Just fast. And make sure that your heart is in the proper position to fast. And it is okay to see a therapist if you need a therapist. Um, Like I said, hot girl summer was fun. But there were a lot of hot girls who were masking that to hide that they're really a hurt girl. But I'm declaring and decreeing that this fall, as we go into fall, this will be a healing girl fall. And the things that try to break you, right, you're going to be healed from. The things that hurt you, you're going to be healed from. Your heart's going to be put together again because you're going to put your heart in the hands of God and allow him to do the work in you that needs to be done so that you can be made whole and so that you can be healed, right? And that you're going to get up and walk and you're going to walk forward because my Bible tells me that greater are the things that are coming than anything that you could have left behind, right? I'm telling you. And I just want to remind somebody out there that everything that the enemy meant to hurt you and destroy you, God is going to use to vindicate you. He's going to use to lift you up high and he's going to use for your good and for his glory. So keep trusting in God. My pastor told me at church on Sunday, was told the congregation that we have to keep believing in God. And for a minute, like I had a like, okay, God, like what's going on? Like I fasted, I prayed, all that good stuff. So what's going on? But I was reminded at church on Sunday to keep believing in God. In spite of what I may see, in spite of what I may not see, keep believing in God. You know, um, I will say that when I released the first part of the single lady series, that the enemy started to toy with my emotions. Like he started to toy with my mental, like just like, you fasted for 41 days. Your man ain't came yet, sis. You talk about single ladies. What, what are you doing? Right? But I had to keep saying that God has something for me. And even though I don't see it right now, I trust and believe that whatever God has for me, that in his timing and in his way and in his will, it will happen. So I hope that you all have an awesome week. Um, I am praying for you if you have any prayer requests make sure you send them to dear sister podcast at gmail.com don't forget to um like and subscribe and rate this podcast or this episode and don't forget to share this episode uh, this episode with someone you think that could benefit from it also don't forget that my second book releases on october 2nd dear sister it's going to be okay which is a 32 day devotional slash gratitude journal slash journal period so i'm super excited about that and i had the opportunity last week to um, record with two different podcasts so i'm gonna be featured on two different podcasts so i'm super excited about those um as soon as they release those episodes i'll share more information with those of you who listen and support this podcast Y'all, I love y'all. I am praying for your healing. I am praying for your strength. And I'm praying that God's will will be done in your life. And sis, remember that you are not alone. We've all been through heartbreak. Um, And it may not feel good right now, but I promise you that eventually it does get better. I promise you that you um, will be made whole. And I promise you that it won't hurt as much as it does. Um... So, yeah, I'm excited for you. And whoever's listening to this, um, if you're going through a heartbreak right now, because some of you are probably, you know, not at this point in life, and that's totally fine. But for those of you who are going through heartbreak right now, I promise you that it gets better. 
um, I remember during my first breakup, like I lost so much weight that I was like a size two and I have never been a size two. My hair was falling out. I didn't want to eat anything. My mom tried to sign me up for a therapist, all that good stuff. Well, it's not good stuff, but When I tell you that if I had not gone through all that I went through with heartbreaks and all that good stuff, I would not be able to sit here today and pour into women and tell you that God has used all of that. The heartbreaks, the setbacks, the disappointments, the friends that turned their backs on me. God has used all of that um, for my good and for his glory. And I get to help other women who are going through similar seasons um, right now in life. So it gets better. Be patient with yourself, continue to pray, continue to trust in God and know that anything he takes away from you, he's always going to replace with better. I I truly, I truly doubt and I don't believe that God will take something away from you just to give you something that's lower than that. I feel like every round with God goes higher and higher and higher, but you have to do the work for your healing. He's not just going to throw it in your lap. You have to be an active participant in your healing process so that next summer you won't be a hurt girl, but you will really be a hot girl living her best life, feeling good about herself, loving herself, who is full of joy, peace, a sound mind and of love. So I love y'all. If you have any questions, you know how to reach me, DM me. Email me at DearSisterPodcast at gmail.com. And if you have any show suggestions that you want me to discuss on this single lady series, let your girl know. But until next time, I will talk to you later. Peace.